0: Welcome back again to Big Conversations by Ordinary People. Um, I appreciate you for always coming to do this with me. I also appreciate the fact that you come onto the podcast. Then when we release it, you really give it so much attention. I think you easily one of the people that has tried to push your episode as much as you can. Thank you. So as a studio, we do not take that for granted at all. Uh, we yeah. appreciate the user generated content you pull out for us. Also, we appreciate the fact that you're always willing to come and share knowledge. Yes, so uh, yeah, tell me what have you been up to? Take first, uh, do a simple rewind from, from 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 the last time we met.
1: Yeah, so since the last conversation, I think I've uh, generated quite a number of leads. Um, that's why you see me sharing the podcast videos everywhere. So you're going to leave me with a paycheck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like okay,
1: <we had> agreed. <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay. And um, and the reason for that is I remember we talked about the content multiplier, right? And, and how we could leverage on video to create uh, podcasts, to create audio, to create short quotes, to create um, blogs, to create email content, to create WhatsApp content, right? So that has, it's been a very busy time for me. Um, two weeks ago, I made a decision to pull down all my content from Instagram and redo them using the podcast content. And the reason was that I realized, okay, I do have about 14.6 14, 14. thousand um, active followers on my platform. But Which platform? I Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Yeah. So I, I'm doing a test between Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I want to see what is the reaction. No TikTok? I do have a TikTok account. It's about 1.2. And I want to take it to about 100,000 at the end of the year. 100,000 to 100,000, there about. Um, and the reason is that I've noticed the demographic is changing from, okay, we have c people who make decisions, but we have their, their children who can recommend you to the parents. Mm-hmm. We have friends who know these people, yeah. who know their pain points, who know their problems that can recommend to them your solution. So I realized how do you have a mix of both that... Your content speaks to a teenager, speaks to someone in their thirties, but also speaks to someone who is 40 and 50 and above. So the reason I pulled out my my content was because I realized I was testing a thumbnail on IG, um, thumbnails that people click on. So if you go to Fusith Embequaios page, for example, he's, he's made his page very interesting that most of his content 99% is video, right? And for a reason, and, and if you observe. Because people consume more video, right? exactly, and and I realized his page grew from a million to one point five now in less than a month. And when I did the same, I realized my inbox was flooding with oh I've seen your Nigeria oh no, no 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 spam content actual people saying I've seen your Nigeria I like your content I like this information can we talk same thing happened on TikTok um and and I said okay if this one thumbnail is working well how about if I redo the entire thing. And see what that brings about so that's what i want to do uh, i'll focus on youtube tomorrow as well using the same content i'm just going to
0: use snapshots. Of. so apparently with youtube now yeah. uh the thumbnail if you add text yeah if you caption in the thumbnail there's a bigger chance that it will be accepted quickly okay. by the algorithm and uh there's a bigger chance that yeah it will show up more if your thumbnail has some bit of message of what's in the in in, in the video yeah yeah. Also like we had talked about maybe um the chapters. Yeah. Breaking yep. down so that someone can or AI can really recommend because of the different given chapters, then AI can then recommend um specific interests to specific individuals depending on what, what's like a match, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's true 50% why I say true 50% is there's a, there's a gentleman who reached out to me I think it's TJK or TKJ foundation, one of the two Um, so he's got a very interesting YouTube channel I think it is about 1,400, 1,500, 2,000 subscribers mm-hmm. and his question was how do I turn these into customers, <laughs> right? So much content out there His his, his, uh, his videos have those are the very very captivating uh thumbnails yeah now when he asked that question and i i did an analysis on his channel I, i discovered the what 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 you would say are chapters for him it's scattered right so you'd have maybe one episode of a podcast Come back after like thirty. After like thirty others have uh, in between there, so it's scattered. You find this. You want to follow up, follow up. But also the fact that YouTube is and Google specifically have, are, are doing something called have something called HCU, Helpful Content Update, right? And it's it's moving across video, it's moving across uh, search engine, Up op- search, search engines that if um, and this is going to be a challenge for many people doing SEO that you can no longer just Audit your website and make it as 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 high highly performing to say 99%, and think that you're going to show up on the first page. No longer that. Now, what these guys have done is they've they've added um AI mm-hmm. to the search engine algorithm for it to look for content that's actually helpful to people. So let me give an example. Let's say you wanted to rank how do you know?
0: So as watching An Instagram video where they said, uh, if you're not getting more likes, uh, your content is not interesting, right? It's not helpful, actually. Actually helpful. So if you're not getting more... So, uh, yeah, let me first look at the Instagram thing. Yeah. So Instagram has the likes, comments, and share thing, right? And saves. And video views as well. Yeah, so on the video views, so if you're not getting more likes, mm. your content is, um, was it, it's not appealing? Mm. If you're not getting more comments, uh, it means it's not engaging. Mm. If you're not getting more shares, it's not valuable. Mm-hmm. So people don't find the need to, to, to share. True. Share. That's,
1: that's true. But then how
0: do you draw the line be- because then TikTok challenges all that, right? Yeah,
1: that's true. I would say again fifty percent because if you look at the reality, and, and I'm going to bring this off again, uh, what Busey shared last year, he said he sat down with his team, mm-hmm. and they said, "What's the purpose of having a million people? Maybe ten thousand share or like or comment." Yeah, and at the end of the day, there is no simple. There is not. There is no single lead, right? Brands, for example, um, I'm in a group called the Digital Learning Hub, and there's a gentleman called Rob. He said, "Brands have become very smart. They said we don't care about the followers, the likes, and the comments anymore. We are interested in the number of leads that are coming from there." You have people I I know I know very amazing ladies on on Instagram, friends of mine. I won't say their names because I am fair. I'm sure they'll track me down, who have a ton of ton of likes um comments shares. they never respond by the way, which i find very interesting never responding to comments which uncle Mo does on every post he puts out he comments even on youtube and x he comments which keeps people coming back they never comment they never but the likes are the likes are the likes and the shares are very few maybe 10 15 but when you give them a call unless, you know simple mandate they they'll say man i'm broke. Ntasa. So, I'm asking myself what 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 beyond branding right personal branding what are you using your your channels for because I've moved away from that bit of I just want people to look at my stuff and think about me. I'm an expert in this no, I want to actually get people in the dms asking I need this service so i've I've become intentional like I was telling you about the inclusion of a i in in such that these guys, Google fired um, the company that was deciding what's helpful content or not, mm. right? I mean, why would you trust someone to, to look at your blog and say, okay, this will, this will be good to rank on the first page. And many people are complaining. Now, when they fired them and replaced them with AI, it become very interesting in that, yes, the first thing you need to do is audit your website yeah. to make sure that it's not slow quality mm-hmm. is good, But also the image, the image, the blogs and all that are appealing to someone that if I went to Big Conversations website and had and saw a blog and the blog was saying 12 ways you can actually improve customer acquisition using podcast. I'm going to find that information helpful, but if I find a blog that says this musician is dating so and so. As a business, how was that? You get where I'm coming from. That, but that's clickbait. That's I I feel like that's what people will be interested in. Really, right? that's what they used to be interested in. People now can tell if you if you're observant. Look at the new laptops, Microsoft laptops, the ThinkPad, not just the ThinkPad, any 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 laptop mm-hmm. that has Windows, right? When you click on Edge, their browser, it's so full of clickbait articles. So full, you can tell from afar. Uh, Twelve reasons. Rasmus Holland will, will score this number of goals. You can't tell. You, 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 you clicked, but when you read through the article, it's not that interesting. So with time, your mind learns that, look, this is, I, I will look at it later, right? Mm. So people have become that smart. However, if... In a world where their attention spans are... The attention span right now is three seconds. So if you don't capture my attention in three seconds, I'm going to move away. So... We've got to be smart to ask. Um, and, and this is why I, I tell people to to leverage on platforms like ask the public, right? Um, ask what people are searching for online. Then use that to break down and create content basing on that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, no, still I'm uh, still countering that. In a world where people's attention spans have uh, greatly reduced, Yeah. what's... Uh... What's the method there that they can, they can actually use to attract audience? No, 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 no. Mm. They can now really, 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 what's, what's the guarantee that they have, they, if, if they if attention spans have reduced greatly, mm. what's the guarantee that they now know how to sieve what's clickbait and what's not? I'm thinking the reason mm. attention spans have dropped is because first of all people now say for example this podcast right uh most people most people the culture of listening to the long-form podcast is growing so i don't want to really really uh, shit on the people that are putting in the effort. But still, there's a big percentage of people that are really just interested in the bite, right? So they, 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 I get so much feedback about, about the podcast of someone, oh, I really, really watch your podcast. But what they really mean is that I really watch your WhatsApp statuses have a <laughs> on the podcast, right? Because it's what they find interesting. Okay. And and the, they miss out on like a huge lot of what's in the podcast, but they feel like they, they are watching because every day I'll probably update my WhatsApp status with like, you know what? And yeah, the numbers grow. I I get about 400 people in views on WhatsApp status. That's quite a number, right? So I am sure 400 people view my content every day and that's just one platform, but I know that they don't consume it lengthy because then I look at what YouTube is showing me, Mm. right? So what's the guarantee there that we, in a world where there's, first of all, so much information, yep. how are people receiving that information to get uh, what's worth and what to, to actually term it as worth inform, the information or not? So
1: it I wouldn't call it a guarantee. Mm-hmm. I would call it the quality of the content. Yeah. Right? You talked about WhatsApp, which is very interesting. Um, and, and before coming, I, I told you that I do have a WhatsApp AI that I've used for the past six, seven months now. Um, one for crowdfunding, um, in Rotary, in Rotary clubs. If someone is sick, someone has lost a relative and they need money for burial. And all I need is a, is a list of people who are on WhatsApp. It could be a list of actors, Rotarians, who I know, who the club knows, or who the person knows. And what I do is I get, um, I create a WhatsApp account, right? Yeah. And then I attach it, I, I connect it to the AI put in the contacts and send a message and you receive it as if I was speaking directly to you, not like a broadcast. I actually put your name. Hey, Keron, how are you doing? Like, you know, and we've been, we've had success with that. So when you talk about bytes on WhatsApp, I would rather
0: have a byte to the link to a YouTube channel. Also, the thing with that though is mm-hmm. uh, whenever you use another platform to direct traffic to yeah. another platform, platform there's a chance that that platform is going to shadow ban that content yes and no because twitter does that once you uh with with new twitter Mm. once uh, you add a link that directs traffic to another website yeah there's a bigger chance that that's going to be shadow banned a bit a bit they won't prioritize the algorithm won't try prioritize it this is why they have uh, extensively put the blue why if you pay for it you get all these other extensions in service right Mm. so yeah
1: then how would you
0: explain
1: people like, uh, uh, um, Uncle Mo, who is repeatedly sharing links to his YouTube channel? Yeah, but you, you
0: really see that that the conversion is not, it's not, it's it's not there. What he gets on Twitter is not what he gets on YouTube.
1: Yeah. So to answer your question, I think it's about the quality of the content, the quality of the people who are viewing the content, um, which, which brings me back to the conversation. The first thing I talked about, um, which is the quality of the click or the quality of the view. Mm -hmm. Right. If, I've been running ads from January to date. We've we've done about, I think I have a numbers here. Let me just show you. We've done about, about $3,000 in ad spend. And I learned one thing that, um yeah, it's here. Yeah. I've done about 3K in, in, in ad spend. Got my account disabled. But I learned wait, that. Wait, Facebook still disabled you after giving it all this much money? Yeah, they do that. <laughs> they do that. So I learned one thing that, I'll, I'll give a typical example. Someone reached out to me and said, I, I'm getting so many inquiries, mm-hmm. but these are broke people. Like, okay. She's getting the inquiries. About 300 inquiries. For the broke people. I said, okay, explain to me or give me a, a, a profile of your 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 previous customer. In other words, give me a customer avatar of how your ideal customer would look like. And they went in detail and explained. And that made it easier for me to pick that data put it into the ads manager because right now you can no longer save, you can no longer ask Facebook to give you custom, to give you um, lookalike audiences. They removed that option. So what you can do is be very precise, find that audience and save it, right? And we did that and just targeted those guys. Um, now, people would say, why would I target someone in Muyenga, Ukasa, Munyonyo, the rich rich areas? Yeah. It's because the kind of questions, the kind of responses those guys are going to have as opposed to someone who stays in one day or or slam are very different different mindsets right so i i had vusi one time said and and i'll use him for reference again that even when he was running ads to his youtube channel to grow it he was focusing on a specific quality of people not just people who have watched no because he knew at the end of the day i have a business to run i have employees to pay i have how then do i get quality people people are going to ask questions people are going to go to his masterclass. people people are going to view his youtube channel and recommend to others that the shares would increase but people who would go to his website eventually because when you look at you the way he structured his youtube follow me here 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 um if you want to book me for speaking engagement click on this and many people are clicking on that um which also brings me back to after you've shared after you've gotten the quality people, you need to now share quality content. Meaning, you remember I told you I pulled down my my Instagram. Why? Uh, Instagram content. Why? Because I realized people were, much as they were not clicking, they were watching more. When you go to the phone and look at the numbers, people are watching more, the YouTube, the, the podcast. So I said, how do I then structure it in a way that when someone comes to my channel, like, okay, this looks interesting. Meaning I clickbait them with a title
0: yeah right? so you, you have to like use a very good hook right
1: very good hook but in in it has to be related to the content but also appealing to the person who's going to um uh, there's, there's one i think i talked about the case of coca-cola and, and, and tesla what you didn't know something like that someone said like, wait wait i know elon musk and what is this guy talking about and they click so that and i, I don't do uh, traffic redirection to other platforms no I just leave it there because what I want to do right now is build as much quality content as possible. Then later on, uh, thankfully, now we can run ads to Instagram to grow the accounts. I'll just decide I want this number of people and I'm going to spend that money
0: to grow the accounts. So right now, Uvotam is mean, running ads, right? On yeah. Google, uh, on YouTube and on Google. Yeah. Uh, but when you. We're running ads in weddings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuvatam is a production house, so we uh, extensively do production for uh, even events. Yep. Uh, events and functions. Okay. Uh, that includes weddings and whatnot. So, f- of course, because this is a very expensive business, we are looking at targeting mass markets, right? Yeah. So, in that, we are looking at doing also ads on Google. So, we have done those, but we, we feel like they're not as effective, right? Mm-hmm. And when I read... Um, when I read the, the Google, actually, I think it was the Instagram report, the Google report. Mm. So we'll, we'll look into the Instagram report, but I don't know about Google. I think Kenneth told me that uh, once you run an, Google said that once you run an ad, it will be effective. You, For it to be effective, it will need about six months right? Or for it to convert, like the conversion will show up in six months. So the person that sees your ad on Google today mm. will probably come back to the Uvotam website six months from now to like maybe do our service. Mm. There's that. So, but we are still asking, we, we still don't see the value of the ads because again, when you search for Uvotam, you, yeah, you don't see it on the first page and all that. Where mm. can the problem be? from? So your perspective? you've
1: mentioned three different things and I'll start with the first one. Yeah. The first one is um you mentioned the fact that you're spending on Google ads second is the value of the Google ad yeah the third is such right mm-hmm. so I'll start with the Google adverts themselves now you need to understand advertising platforms in this way that if you are running adverts they, they're what you call traffic temperatures okay cold warm and hot um and, and I'll explain it also using another framework called the SSF when you're reaching out to a cold audience much as they've seen you on Twitter, you're reaching out to people who go to Google to search. These are people who will take roughly 12 months to make a decision. Six months is even a very, very short time, 12 months. And that's because they are being bombarded by different bits of information. Once he gets off the PCO, he's on TikTok, he's on Instagram, he's looking at Nyash, he's looking at this, he's on WhatsApp, he's he's being bombarded with information. Now, why you repeatedly repeatedly advertise, and and this is from from the awareness um, objective, is because you want to build an audience of people. I I don't know. Let me ask. Are you serving these audiences? Yeah. Yeah. So the the important thing is you need to serve and build that audience, right? So I'll I'll build my audience to about, let's say, three, four, five thousand 5,000 people. Custom audience, right? And then I would run adverts to that exact type of audience. Those are the kind of people I need to. You you could do an um, they call it the king's man, the, the kingman's audit. Ask yourself from the customers who've been calling you, the guys you've done business with, write down what's their age, where do they work? What kind of jobs do they do? Do they have families? That could help you. Go back and match and say, wait, do these guys match? The guys I'm advertising, do they match these guys? Because you don't need to to think so much to advertise to ghosts. No. Get those people who've come to do business with you and say, I need to target people like these in here. Now, after you've done that,
0: you you transition but I th- them. I thought I thought the fact that I'm paying money, yeah, right? Uh, these platforms have enough data right they're working with big enough data for them to yes. uh, filter that data yeah. until they get me my right client right i thought that was the promise maybe no. even facebook gives no. that you know what yes, they they stopped that
1: okay. okay remember when i told you they 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 removed what you'd call lookalike audiences a lookalike audience audiences i've targeted my guys and i ask facebook i don't pay for it they just give it to you and say these are the right guys you need to target that data you're talking about is what they removed from the platform Mm. Now, when they removed that data, it made it more difficult. Give me a
0: minute. Yeah.
1: yeah. So they made it more difficult for people to advertise. That's why you see people saying, oh, no one no longer. How many people are still on Facebook? Yeah, they are there. People on Facebook, people have VPNs. People are in offices that have um, office internet that doesn't require them to use a VPN. People are using their laptops. There are people on Facebook. I have people from Chikubo who, who harass my inbox. say but for me i want you to do this thing for me i'm selling gold like you get people are actually there using this platform so i was explaining that with with cold traffic you want to provide as much value if not free Um, it could be an ebook it could be um, uh, an invite to to look at your studios you want things like you want to offer them something for free then the warm audience are people who might um, might buy i say might because they there are cases where I've seen people in a warm audience who buy. Mm-hmm. But they're convinced they know who you are. They know about Uvotown Studios. They know about you. They've seen your stuff everywhere. But they need something to transition them into making a purchase. It could be a discount. It could be someone has said, I, I, I love your stuff. I've seen you hosting the KTA guys. Um, could you come to our offices and, and we discuss? Um, I think your price is high, but this is what I can afford. Those are guys in the warm audience. Now, the hot audience has two types of people you have people who are going to say yes i'm interested we let's sign this deal for one year okay those are guys those are about two percent now in the in in, in the cold traffic you have about 50 percent of people who will never make a decision they just see new stuff they'll click on the ad they'll go to the website they'll never do anything warm guys will even go and ask you how much is your stuff how much is your podcast where are you located the hot guys will say i'm interested call me on this number Oh. Now, apart from the hot audience, you also have ambass- ambassadors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You remember that um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to call myself an ambassador, but there was a there was a guy who came up next and said, I'm looking for a production studio, and da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. Those are now guys who will say, I know this guy, I know this guy, I know this guy, I know this guy. They've bought from you, they've used your, your productive Actually,
0: I was very impressed with one. Yeah. I think the doctor somewhere, yeah, but they're in two exports. I have worked with them about four years ago, but then I saw them recommend me. But on the basis that I have seen those guys release every day weekend. can make out right. like their work which is yeah maybe exactly. another, ambassadors yeah.
1: now there's only one company in the world who have mastered the art of moving from call traffic to the ambassadors and that's Apple Apple yeah because for Apple for them they understood the audience that, but
0: also no yeah. but also because they, they've, they've worked with such a heavy marketing budget, right? Yeah. So Apple, Apple banks, a lot of real estate in people's minds that it is the ideal product, right? Mm. It sells the cool, the wow effect in movies, in music videos in songs. So how they do their advertising is really, really interesting right so when you're growing up you will you'll probably think the iphone is a better phone even when the google pixel has such a better camera you'll probably have more fun with it and whatnot yeah. but because it is attached to cool there's actually youtube content about android and iphone in the usa and this game was around asking random women would you date a guy with an android like martin and chicks are all like no <laughs> <laughs> oh well done a guy with an android and are like is this how you're thinking? to discuss <laughs> shots? <laughs> so it just gets complicated. Yeah, but because Apple was constantly marketed, right? They're at that level. They're the, the more like Coca-Cola. You never really see the value, you need. but when you're very thirsty or you're very hungry and you're at a restaurant eating, somehow your meal will be better with a Coca-Cola. Yeah, because you've seen the happiness they have sold in the ads over a time that mm. maybe. I am from this long stressful day, and what can maybe spike up my my days? A Coca Cola, because this has been in your mind for for. So we can't ignore yeah. the fact that that. But yes, they have achieved that level where, uh yeah, you holding an iPhone is more reason enough for another guy just to being an ambassador. Now they use. Let's themselves. let's let's
1: look at the numbers, which which brings me to the Super Bowl um, Super yeah. Bowl event. There's something called total addressable market, right? Mm. How many people? have you done the numbers of how many people watch podcasts in uganda how many uh times? so we're doing
0: a survey yeah. i uh i put out an excel sheet with Colin simon mm. yeah and i don't know how many people are doing podcasts but at least i know how many podcasts are now in uganda like yeah. i have an estimate around that okay the people that were able enough to like submit in onto our, our survey so, yeah, but also to like, really, we're going to start running spaces on podcasting. Yep. So maybe we'll, we'll try and come to a sense of which people are listening. But then also, I don't know. I don't know how to get that actual data of how many people. It's actually very easy. Um, you can actually ask Facebook and Google. They'll give it to you. It's it's actually there. But then people consume this podcast through Apple yeah,
1: Spotify. Even I, Apple can give you that information. Um, if you're nice to them, I, I think I saw someone who released the report. I'll I'll uh, I'll see if I can share it.
0: Yeah, but beyond the buzz, yeah. a Super Bowl ad still yeah. worth. Uh, yes, the price tag. Yes, and also. Yes, they are. How do you measure their return on investment So really, let's let's
1: do a simple calculation, right? Asha, mm-hmm. right? there were about. I'm just looking at the adverts. There are about five adverts. Yeah, I saw. I think uh, I remember the first one. I don't remember the rest, but I remember Booking.com. Um they say the average American visits travels to for fun for holiday 20 times a year. And the Super Bowl had about 155 million viewers, right? Now booking.com paid not not paid the the the, the cost of having a 14 second ad. Mm. Or seven million US dollars. Now that's just paying for the advert, right? Yeah. But you've got to look at talent and production costs, which could go for about two million dollars. You've got to look at um costs of paying the the actors, mm-hmm. the movie stars the celebrities. That's about another two million dollars. You've got to look at the costs of um roughly it comes back to about five or six or seven mil USD. So you're investing about fourteen million dollars. And you're asking yourself, how do we get the ROI? And this is where I think TV stations get it wrong. That you approach a restaurant and say, "We can advertise for you," and the guy is convinced. You say, "We have this posts uh, placements on the TV. We have what are they called? Uh, so, I don't know the are terms they use. That whenever this comes up, it will show up." And I, I think pull, pullbacks, pushbacks, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something rolls, and you know all mm-hmm. the. But uh, uh, one of my mentors, um, who is uh, Sabri, said well, how you should address it is how the Super Bowl, Super Bowl guys do it. So you have 155 million people, 155 million eyes, viewers, on the Super Bowl. You're watching Asha, Alicia Keys, or watching whatever is going on on stage. And you're saying the total addressable market is 155 million people who are watching. So that's your market. That's what you're playing with, right? But ask yourself, what is the conversion rate? of yeah someone viewing um the super bowl and actually coming to say i'm interested it's about 0.01 to two percent that is a national in the us i don't look at the numbers for uganda but if you look at the us it's 0.01 to two percent conversion rate Mm -hmm. times 20 right then that is how much you know those guys have have it actually comes down to about between fifteen to twenty million dollars a year. So they spent fourteen mil, they've gotten back twenty twenty-five million dollars a year. And that is how they get the ROI.
0: So, uh, let me let me tell you, in twenty twelve, right? Yeah. Uh Volvo countered uh the Super Bowl ads. Yeah. So Volvo, I think, was the only car company that did not advertise with Super Bowl. So but it ran a streaming campaign online on Twitter, I think. Yeah. So and 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 yeah. So when it ran the campaign, it told so the campaign was that for every ad you see on for every time you see a running ad on Super Bowl mm. just uh go to the hashtag I think the hashtag was something like give my my my, my pass on a car hmm. something like that so give my pass on a Volvo Yeah. so every time you see a running car ad pass just go to this hashtag and I recommend someone you dis- think deserves this Volvo right the yep. one that by then in 2012 I think it was a 2012 Volvo yep. so <laughs> Well, of course, they had more traffic than Mercedes and everyone else that was running ads on Super Bowl, yeah right so how do how does the Super Bowl and t v ad then adopt to such streaming tactics, mm. which it can be because Volvo won there it had over i think it had over i think one one million and say fifteen people right on their hashtag, which was like the greatest it's it's there it's such a badass um, marketing campaign. you were viewing. Maybe it didn't even reach a million, but because uh, uh, I don't have those facts right now. Yeah. But I will send you. I'll, I'll send you that so ad itself.
1: Let's let's say a million total addressable market here is a million people. Yeah. Viewing the ad on, on X on Twitter at the time. Mm-hmm. And what is the cost of the Volvo? Let's say the Volvo is about 50, 40 million, right? So ask yourself, times zero point zero one percent or zero or two percent. Yeah. That is how much ROI they have from the investment they made because if you look at conversions, I've seen people who advertise on TV and people get inquiries, but again, it comes back to the, like you talked about production Mm. talent, but also the infrastructure, the the tactics. If you got, I see this guy who, there's this very famous Chinese uh, comedian who is in movies, uh, marriage comedies and all that. He was used to advertise chicken. And the thing made a lot of money more than actually what they... Who, Jack at, Chan? Not Jackie Chan. There's another guy who's, I forget the name, but he's a very famous, famous up, up and coming uh, comedian. He's in those um, sitcoms and he was, he was, the campaign was beautiful. Again, Super Bowl. Um, Everywhere he was, there was chicken, chicken. He would wake up chicken, cross mm-hmm. chicken. I think the advertising, I don't think it was KFC. I think it was another type of, another brand of chicken. But those guys invested um meal plus, okay. plus plus the cost of advertising for 14 seconds and what they will make in a year um, again look at you multiply the cost of the chicken times um, the conversion rate which is about 0.01% to 2% you, you, you estimate that times how many people actually eat chicken in America in a day those numbers are gotten by people who swipe their cards the, the companies that have that and then you look at that in a year right? You don't look at it in a month. They're looking at that in a year. How many? Because what's going to happen is that these companies are very smart. They're going to get that, that small advert and use it to readvertise, right? without spending much money and that's how they're going to make more of their, their profits. So, so it's, it, a, it's the same question you asked regarding yeah. your, your podcast that look at how many people consume podcasts in the country. That is your total addressable market and ask yourself Okay, what's the conversion rate for podcasts? Maybe it's about 7%, right? Multiply that by 7. How many people would actually buy this in a year? So multiply that by 365 days. That is how you're going to get your money because you're now working backwards and saying, okay, if I'm going to make $150,000 in 12 months, how about in one month? How about in one week? How about in one day? That now helps you break down who do I need to address in this podcast? That is the customer avatar that you need to target in
0: your adverts. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, back to the meta and WhatsApp ads really. Uh, First of all, is the buzz around the WhatsApp ads justifiable?
1: So the targeting is bad. Uh, I will tell you from experience. I've spent maybe about $100 on them. um, And I wouldn't use them right now because there are a couple couple of things you need to first have. One, they ask you to create a WhatsApp business account from meta Mm -hmm. right if you already if you don't have already uh one but if you already have one you just need to connect a business account to meta they are they're basically using ads from whatsapp to the meta audience right now if you don't have an audience you've never advertised it's useless to you
0: you'd be wasting wait so there are no unique opportunities they offer as whatsapp ads independent not yet they they at the moment they're saying try okay for as low as one dollar
1: when you see something for as low as $1, they are still in the testing phase. They want to get feedback from communities. In Africa, the feedback is so bad. We have very people who, who go and see ads on WhatsApp and say, okay, I'm going to click on this And So what they want to know is, can these ads be shown to people within you that when I'm looking at a status, an ad is going to show up? That's how it's going to look like. Like stories is doing. Exactly. Like you're, you're looking at a story and an ad is there. that's yeah. how, That's the first thing that's going to come on your phone. If you don't see anyone doing that, just people are not using the WhatsApp ads yet. Then also, the ads are going to go to Meta, they're going to go to Instagram.
0: So that means uh, small businesses definitely benefit from this. If they've advertised before. However,
1: if you don't have a business page, right? Like a business business page. Mm-hmm. And you're running your adverts. Your adverts are going to go to your people in your WhatsApp status. Your people who are viewing statuses. And someone says, say, why is this guy advertising shoes?" They'll click it, it will take them to, their, to your store. So if your store is not there's what they call store um, in-store promotion, right? Yeah. Uh, I see companies doing it here. where you the, the way you position the girls, yeah. you know, the omo, the the, the products outside your store to greet people, all that. If you're not, if you don't have the same um, discipline, the same infrastructure in your WhatsApp store, you, you're yeah. basically going to be making losses. That is why I emphasize that I'd rather send direct messages using WhatsApp AI play itself there than a whatsapp ad where i'm going to spend ten dollars and no one has clicked people have viewed they have a thousand views i'm excited but no one has clicked you see that and the views is that i, I can see there are a thousand yeah but i can't see their names that is the other other thing that it's it's not given that ability to view who to, to show you who has viewed and you can click and message them
0: right yeah so also now on the privacy concerns really with mm-hmm. these ads don't you feel like that's going to be a big hindrance? Uh, of of course, now, for, for Meta to address privacy concerns surrounding user data. and That that has always been, even in TikTok,
1: it has yeah. always been a, a court issue. Um, and, and what I know with these platforms is that I don't know if someone is being passed under the table. I don't know, but it has never been a problem for them. Mm-hmm. They will continue doing it you can harvest data on tiktok you can harvest if you're very keen i don't know if you've observed you can actually go to i, I see them on my tiktok inbox so and so and sent you a message and when you click there's no message why there's even there's even there's even a section if you use um, if you go to business.tiktok.com or ads.tiktok.com there's there's a section where it says download data you can actually download data of people who have viewed and use it to run tiktok ads to Target p- those kinds of people who engage with your content, it's actually there for TikTok. Yes, yes for yes. Facebook, it was removed, yes. right? That makes sense, yeah. But it means that I mean, this guy, the reason as to why they're taking them to court is because they've seen those gaps. They're like, Guys, why are you why is that thing still available? Why don't you remove it? And the guy's like, We cannot remove it because of X, Y, and Z. They have justification, these are smart guys.
0: So, where do you yeah. see WhatsApp ads evolving in the next years? I see
1: not just WhatsApp ads, I see people paying for Facebook.
0: Like, like the okay. way you'd pay for X subscription. I, so first that's, of all, I don't see the value in X subscription. Yeah. So they promised, uh, more, uh, if you pay your videos will get probably more, rich yeah, more rich, but that. that's all a lie, right? I have for, for now, I don't know, close to now coming to half a year, six mm-hmm. months running ads having twitter very x for big conversations verified but you don't see you don't see that much of a difference from how it was then and how it is now right yeah. the only things where people get more mileage is elon musk comes and interacts with your content but what are the chances that elon musk is going to come and interact your, with your content from here from big yeah yeah
1: so that's that's where you have um which is where i coming through, um the third bit having virtual assistants right
0: yeah. Have you
1: have you thought about engaging people who like your your videos? Going to their DMs and say, "Hey, Bae, thank you for you." Have you thought about that?
0: Doing administrative tasks. You're Not administrative. Using years to do your yeah.
1: Like no. What, what 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 I'm saying is um. Let me let's say we run an. ad. Do you feel
0: like that contributes to
1: like strategic growth? Wouldn't yes, it how? does. It does. How? How? Why? Because if you're constantly engaging me, there are people who. Um, comment on something and i go and say hey, buddy, thank you for following me back i do it a lot on x thank you for following me back someone has maybe engaged with me on, on on linkedin i do it oh thank you for engaging with me i do that for a reason that those guys have taken their time they have invested their time to look at your content ask yourself why would a busy guy like uncle mo respond to every single comment on x and youtube ask yourself for it's a strategic thing in 20, 2019, 2020, during the pandemic, um, I got the opportunity to work with um, the guys from the Kaferi Foundation. And they said, look, we want to sell masks, uh, you know, give out masks and all to people because of COVID. We have celebrities. There were about 12, 12, 15, Linda Day, Navio. I had, um, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Um, there was Linda Day there was Navio. There were quite a number of them. There was the guy with the saxophone. All those guys, right? I had access to their accounts, their public accounts on Facebook. And whenever they would push out a message, our team was in charge of
0: their responding.
1: Accounts. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember his name. Um that guy, that guy. He's, he's he's while I was doing um responding, responding, the guy who used to manage his account said, stop doing that. This guy is a celebrity, doesn't respond to people. And I said, Okay, let me try. And there were quite a number of people who are coming from Rwanda mm-hmm. who were responding. In asking questions in his dm when are you coming to rwanda can you perform all those kinds of questions and i was responding to them they were speaking in Rwanda. as i was going to google translate put it there and respond and i was doing that every night the guy said no don't don't and guess what the guy got a got, got a booking for a show for that so I'm, I'm saying it could be difficult for you but if you get one of the guys to just go in and it, it may look tedious it may look boring at first right? Let me respond to whoever's liked, whoever's commented, whoever's recommended and say, thank you so much for doing this and this. Then ask a question. Would you like us to, would you know any business owner who would like or who would want to use our services that we can speak to? People are not going to, they may be, find it weird at first. eh? Say, why is this guy asking me to to do that? But then there are those who are going to say, yeah, I know so-and-so tag him and give him a call. People have actually recommended business owners to me just by doing that, that right now. I would wake up in the morning and from about 8 yeah. to about midday, I'm just engaging with people. That's the only thing I'm doing. I'm just engaging. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm just engaging with guys. I'm engaging, 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 and that's it. Then I, I move to content creation now. Because when you engage with people, you're going to find that, yes, they will find it suspicious. Mm-hmm. They'll find it suspicious and they'll come back and check your profit and why is this guy engaging with me? I have a friend who, who, who was playing basketball at KCCA last year. He just finished all of us, I don't know why he was just or just left. But he came to my inbox. Hey, brother, thank you for, you know, I've checked you out on big convos. I had to first of all, you know, zoom in and say, who, who is this guy? So I'm seeing SR, SRHR, Sexual Reproductive Health Rights. I'm Looking at the guy, I'm like, wait, I've seen this face before. But he came because he has been commenting and I didn't take him seriously. You get But the faculty came to my DM and said by the way there's this person who can actually uh, you can actually help give them a call yeah you see that so that is something that i think we've not explored as a country um i'm not saying this for everyone i know people who are doing maybe a bit of it that and which is where um i spoke of demand generation that companies are moving away from we have x number of followers Mm -hmm. number of engagements people are tired of seeing those reports they want to know how many leads did did we get which is now whereby you hit your... I don't know if you've, you have a LinkedIn account.
0: Yeah. Have you, have you just seen
1: Indians hitting your inbox by the this website? Yeah.
0: They're doing that exactly. In the digital marketing yeah. that we can help you. Exactly. That, that is exactly extensively giving you calls. Yeah. yeah. Asians, I think, do it a lot. I exactly. Guys from Singapore putting me in meetings and webinars. and You see that? And if really you trying doing that, the follow-ups all the time. Those guys
1: actually make a lot of money following up. Out of 100 people, is maybe going to get 10 to do business with. And that's all he does. End of the day is just following up. And he's not, he's not texting you. There's another person in the in the chain. After he's texted you and you say yeah, you said yes. Yeah, he's going to put in a calendar for for a meeting. In that meeting, the person who's going to introduce you is not actually the expert who's going to take you through the demo code. Mm -hmm. That is another person. Then the person who's going to, in the event they want to do business with you, that's another person. Mm -hmm. So it is a whole value chain that we just look at social media and say, ah, it's about posting content. No, there's a whole uh, I, I call it farming that people are actually going into DMS mm-hmm. and they, they look at your profile and be like, mm, this kind of guy, this is the kind of message I would send to him. Isaac, buddy, I love, I love your content. But I was thinking, you think we can, I mean, yeah, I would be impressed. But if you, you, you shared a message that is templated, right? Yeah. I, we can do this and decide like, how have you, how do you know my need first? First, come out and
0: appreciate me. And then trust me, you'll have your DM blowing up. You would not even need to run ads anymore. Interesting. So yeah. AI versus human touch. What are the limitations of AI powered VAs? And where is the human touch still irreplaceable in businesses? There is a saying that AI will not replace jobs. People using AI. But it has already jobs. done that. People using AI.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not the AI itself. The AI can't run alone. Uh but like the, the people managing. Yeah, people managing those platforms. Um we have case studies. We have Google letting go of about ten thousand, Amazon ten thousand, Facebook about twelve. Closing offices in, in the Ghana office. It's because they've realized we don't need. For example, when you had a problem on X before before Elon took over, you, you'd have to wait a while. You know, shadow band accounts. You'd have to wait because there are human beings in there. would say, but she looks like no. We can't. We can't let her. We can't. We can't unlock her account now. An AI just leave alone even that. I've been running ads this 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 January, right? Testing out the market. Do you know that initially, um, last year and, and the year before, mm-hmm. whenever you would you'd send your ad out, for you to get approval, you'd maybe take one, two, three, maybe four hours, even half a day. Right now your ad is approved in less than five minutes. They're using artificial intelligence to look at structure, copy, video, landing page. Is are there any any um regulatory things? They're using AI. It will say this is good to go. But if they realise it's an ad that is running for thirty days, they'll send you a message and say, "We've looked at your ad. We need to. We need to change this and this." They are using AI now. Human beings can't do that anymore. Artificial intelligence is doing it. When it comes to human touch, there are things that AI will still lie you on. Copywriting is one of them. Uh, Video production is another. There are AI that do amazing videos, but you can tell it was done by an AI. Uh, Photography, obviously, there are pictures you've seen pictures by. I forget the name of those AI tools, but people people are finding them interesting. And, and the most amazing thing, I know some twins who who are using Mid Journey, right, mm-hmm. to create beautiful images of themselves. And guess what? They're getting a lot of engagement. Before they used not to get engagement, they would talk about politics, you know, feminism and all. But now they just let's produce a picture, go to Remini, do my picture, create another one. And I, I, I inboxed one of them and said, "Man, you guys are really choking us this time." And she laughed and said, "Thank you." Guess what? It has made me excited. So about replacement, I think it's still going to happen. I think it's still going to happen. I see a number of um, foreign-based multinational companies entering the country that are using artificial intelligence that have embraced it and said, guys, for us, it's no longer just about bottom line. Now it's about revenue. Okay. There are companies that don't care about how slow you do your things and things like that. They want the revenue to increase. And they're saying, as long as this can get us there much faster, we're going to use it. But in the event that this goes wrong, can we have that one person we can reach out to? I, I see telecom companies do something called loaned labor, mm-hmm. whereby um, Airtel has a problem, and they know that there's a guy in MTN who can solve that problem. So MTN loans that guy to Airtel for a specific period of time get the problem solved without sharing trade secrets and it comes back. They do that a lot. So even with, with companies, they have companies are now investing in, um, courses, artificial intelligence courses. People can build prompts and all that. The, the, it's a very huge thing going on right now. Google, I think has, has put out, uh, courses for free.
0: Who, who can yeah. learn how to put Google out, has courses yeah. for free. Who can? Google has HubSpot yeah. has, yeah. I think. Uh, courses and which is quite interesting so how can companies identify and select the right type of virtual assistant to based on their specific needs and budgets
1: i think you don't identify people basing on a budget you identify people basing on the need all right one two you identify people basing on attitude so for example I, i would hire someone if one i know that they need to have money for example to take their kid to school that person is going to be more committed as opposed to someone who's just at home watching teletubbies see there's a there's a different mindset there i would get someone i know who's a single mom as a and, and and i know she has needs she needs to buy bread every day maybe toilet paper maybe this she needs to pay for subscription as opposed to someone i know who's just going to go to maybe sit near uh Kampala bolivar tap on cafe java's wi-fi see the password and then start starting to troll people different mindset right so, basing on need, but also what do you want to achieve? Now, there are specific skill sets when you when you when you look for a virtual assistant. One, um, people think that you talked about going into DMs and all that. No, that is just one percent, right? You need to teach these guys how do they write proposals, how do they sell, how do they speak on the phone, how do they follow up, right? How do they can they do operational tasks? How do they? Um, sell to you just in case this guy is not around in case i'm sick I'm, I'm i'm the founder of the business can i trust a virtual assistant to take over how do they send follow-up emails how do they identify how do they run adverts that is an entire thing if virtual assistant has to do in that at the end of the day if i'm karon all i need to know is i have guys i i someone called it the sales team model that i have guys who are attacking from ca and land the guys on the phone calls following up the guy is sending out whatsapp messages the guy is sending out sms this guy is sending out emails this guy is pushing out content the other guy is following up this guy is writing proposal you have a whole family of guys who are just making sure your business is running mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you're asking okay how much revenue do we have how many leads do we have how many customers do we have has this guy paid that's what you're worried about
0: interesting yeah so, on ethical considerations, yeah. what are the ethical implications of outsourcing tasks to virtual assistants, particularly in terms of labor practices and data privacy? Just like you talked about one the, the um and tell which is a common practice. Um, mm. I
1: haven't. I, I I've seen it here a little bit. Is and and people write these things called NDAs, right? right? Yeah. I think those things are, are the most abused things. People share data. They talk about you. I think writing an NDA is just a formality. I don't know. It protects you in the event that you really need to. If you're taken to court yeah. and there's proof, right? Yeah. But how many people do you know you meet in a band A guy telling the new company secrets? And <laughs> yet he signed an NDA. very fast. And I'm not going to release this information. How many people do you know are sharing information over personal emails to another person, not using a company email? There are so many. There are so many. How many people right now do you know on X, people, I don't know if people are getting documents, you know, the people I'm talking about.
0: Native. you're talking about Natif?
1: no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> At this public square, there are many... There, there are people who are sharing responsibility. Private information that you would ask yourself, how oh, the hell yes. did he get this information and share it? True. I think that that's one of the biggest um, breaches in security when hiring a virtual assistant, that you're giving them access to stuff. But also... Much as you can give them access to skills, you can you can train them and expose them. I believe that when it comes to security, there's a platform I spoke about. I don't know if I talked about in one of the podcasts. It's called LastPass, right? Where you have you as Karen have a LastPass account, then you you put in all the logins to all your platforms, access to information that in the event that someone wants it. All they need to do is have a LastPass account, then you give them access to that information and they can't, you don't give them a password, you don't give them anything. All they can do is make sure they have a LastPass in their phone, in their laptop, in their pad, they can access. LastPass logs in for them. They see the information and it stays with you, right? Other information you cannot give to them. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, building trust and collaboration with virtual assistants. Yep. How can companies achieve this effectively? By well, yeah. How do they effectively integrate VAs into their team culture and ensure seamless collaboration with the staff? Yeah. So, so
1: one of the things is um, I see most of my mentors do is team building activities. Right. Um, you get your current team. You get the virtual assistants. Take them out on a trip. Get let them bond. Let them jail. Let them get to know each other, what this one does. That's the only way you're going to do it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. the habit of sitting in a meeting in a boardroom and saying, this one does, this one does this. Let me tell you for a fact that people look at virtual assistants as competition, as job insecurity. This guy is going to take my job. This guy is a threat. I need to fight him. That is why you find people fight. Employees fight every day. Supervisors fight. There's a lot of uh, name calling. The best way to get them to bond is yeah. to get them for team building activities,
0: okay, so how do you feel about uh uh current Twitter under Elon okay, yeah, say also using Twitter as a tool and x or whatever using it as a tool to mm. save for an economy and a country like ours where maybe governance is 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 still. Uh, not not admirable enough right uh but are using a platform like twitter to say seek out for social justice uh, yep. say i think tony natif is doing with public square mm. where uh, he thinks in he thinks if maybe if government is failing to say put people uh people to book for corruption and for all these misgivings then using platforms, and and ideally this is almost the, the same message Elon Musk is trying to re-echo with, uh, of course, mainstream media and 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 and, and, and selective ma- media being selective on what agenda they want to sell people, and and then creating a. St- a platform as excess as as possible that it can actually really, really seek out for social justice, that issues are raised in plain side before the, the news can, can try and like, try and change perception of, of what people might think of something over a story, right? Mm. So for you, what do you think about that? What's your perspective on that? Uh, I'll share it from um, a user
1: perspective, but also from an observant perspective, an observer's perspective. Mm. Are you aware that if a video is too nice, Dice if a doc, if, if, if the conversation is like the conversation Spire puts out, right? Look at the number of people who have bookmarked it. If there are more bookmarks, that is going to stay on record. Oh, yeah, however, if you are not, people take advantage, mis, misunderstand the verification badge. Mm-hmm. If you're a verified user, do you know that your information can stay there for even three four years? OK, that if there's actual proof, right, people can summon and say, but there's proof here. You said this and this. People can actually use that in court. But if you're not a verified user and uh, you can you can take this to the bank and you try to access content of yours, maybe three years ago, you will not find it there. They've they've there's there's something about verification that they say that you can actually extend or what. But when you you con- I I try to access content of two years ago. I, I didn't see it. Like the, When you try to scroll, there's, there's, there's a bar where the thing just stops. But as a verified user, it's it's unlocked. I, I say, wait, 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 what is this guy trying to prove? So one is about verification, that if you're a verified user who's making a complaint or, yeah. or trying to front social justice on a particular individual institution, that record will be kept. If you have proof, verifiable proof, that information will be kept. But also, the other thing is that look at the... The institutions that you're trying to report look at the country, look at our social justice system. It's not the best. I would say it's almost the worst because I know worse countries than, than you know, in terms of social justice, but it's not the best. You, you have obvious, plain eye, broad daylight stuff that has happened and people have not been taken for prosecution. And then those who are lower in the, in the chain. Yeah. Are prosecuted okay, for times and stuff. They, you know, there's public shame and everything. They still hold office. I know countries where, by even just having a dirty tire, Andrew Mwenda went to Rwanda. He shared that experience. He went to a construction site, and moved to the city when the tires were dirty. He had to pay a fine. <laughs> you see that? That's just the tires of the car. Such countries are very strict. That even even as as a public servant, and, and I'm told in Rwanda the the police have a circle. Right, that if you're arrested, there's a commission for that individual, so he's, he's, he's on sale, he's on commission, he's actually looking yeah. for, for wrongdoers. And
0: they, this the is better, right? Because in yeah, Kenya, they do it, but then you're yeah. just making the police reach. yeah. They, so they, look the public issues.
1: servants. So, if we had that kind of system, that kind of accountability in our country, yeah, that you have been exposed and there's proof on X as a platform. And that can be used to warrant you for prosecution in court with actual proof that, I mean, I don't know where public square is getting their documents from, but I think they have people somewhere. But if you have that kind of proof and you're taken to court and prove you proved without doubt that you're guilty and you're removed from public office, you're, you're made to account for all these things. I think our social justice system will be clean because for a reason, I think some of these guys are let go because mm-hmm. there is... Stories in the past whereby you know judges have tried to follow up on people and they get shot. So there's fear, fear of life, you know, fear of life that uh, your life will be taken. You could be poisoned. You could be shot on your way home. We've seen stories where uh, prosecutors are shot at the gate. There's, there's that fear definitely. So someone would rather go to court, present the case, and they delay the thing. Yeah. And the guy moves on. But X as a
0: platform in certain countries would work very well. I think here, were not we monetized? On X, how come creators, how come I'm not getting paid?
1: How many impressions have you gone?
0: Well, none. There's a, limit. there's a limit. Okay. The guys that have impressions, how are they getting paid? Are they getting paid? Yeah, they are. Um, but they're getting paid, I think, through PayPal and Stripe.
1: Yeah. Stripe does not work here if you don't have a US bank account. Registered in the U.S. and you don't have a Stripe account, it won't work here. So they're using basically Stripe and PayPal to make payments. I don't know if PayPal has been authorized to to do transactions in Uganda yet. I know there was an issue with, with, with the regulator for it to work. But the guys in Kenya are getting paid. I know people who are getting paid on Stripe and PayPal because they have a partnership with the banks. It's more open outside. So if you get a million impressions, you'll get paid on on, on PayPal on Stripe. I think after a certain day period. In Uganda, still, it's a regulator. It's a regulatory problem because PayPal and
0: Stripe is still having issues um, coming here. right okay. Yeah. So, uh, moving away from that. So, back to the metaverse. Yep. What new marketing strategies and formats do you think are going to come up in the Dis- metaverse? Disruptive.
1: Um, I was having an argument with someone the other day, and they were marketing Airbnb, and for them, it was you know, let's have a poster or a video talking about this. And I said, supposing we had a picture of a squirrel and and an old woman and they're laughing. Right? And we say, you can't believe what these guys are talking about. And I sure I share a story about about what they're talking about and how it's related to the apartment. You're going to get more customers from that as opposed to this because the usual ad formats, people know them. I look at real estate. I know these guys are trying to sell real estate, even if it's 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 uh, Qatar Airways. yeah, I see the picture book. I know they're trying if I don't have the money, I'm not going to click on it, right. But where they've become creative is they've now started using celebrities. That is why you find companies now in Uganda have gone to one to advertise. Where they've not leveraged is using that as a paid ad campaign. No, they've used it as a TVC. They've used it as uh, they've used it on on on. They've allowed him to use it on his platform, right, as an advert. I don't know for a fact how many people have bought as a result of seeing that, but I wouldn't fault Uncle Mo for that. Mm-hmm. I would fault the client, because as a client, I should ask him and say, "Can we use this advert?" To run adverts about maybe the bank, about the paint, about whatever it is I'm, I'm pushing out mm. as an advert on my page. People are familiar with him. If you run that advert on, on Facebook, I'm sure you're going to get many people asking, how much is this? Where's located? I like this. There may be people who are who are laughing, which is why you bring in the human bit that you can actually engage those people and say, hey, by the way, thank you for liking this. Yeah, he's doing an amazing job. This, is, uh, Do you have an ABSA account? Do you have this kind of paint? Suddenly, whatever it is. You're going to get tons of questions, and when someone says, "No, I don't have." Where are you located? Share a phone number, a WhatsApp number, whatever it is. Share a form where they can fill out and share details. That is how you're going to convert them. But why will while we love the content is putting out, they've not realized. Oh wait, 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 wait. Can we get an, a, a media buyer to get this content, frame it up there, put out beautiful copy, landing page, phone number, email, where they can actually buy, or maybe an e-commerce site. If if I'm a, if I'm a paint company and actually get people to buy. I've
0: not seen any do that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think people should really should, should, should adapt to that. So, how can brands prepare for marketing in virtual worlds like this? Decentral- Decentraland and Sandbox? Do you know about Decentraland?
1: Yep. And Sandbox? So, before the, before even going there, um, I think we need to embrace virtual reality. Yeah, as 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 brands. Um, I've seen individuals, very, very few, who have bought those. I saw you one time, I think, with them, you know, the gaggles yeah. And I, I think we've not embraced that. If you went to, I don't know if it's Emirates or Qatar Airlines on their website, they've added it there, right? Mm-hmm. Take a, a tour with us, you know, 3D into the plane. And when you, you, I mean, even on my laptop, when I go in there and I click the mouse, I can actually turn around and look at the seats. I can turn around and see the window i can move closer to the window and see we need to embrace that that is going to disrupt a lot of businesses because it's it's just like the billboards you see on chira road yeah of dstv Yes. the lights yeah. like that is very disruptive like you're moving at daytime it's it looks okay at night wait i'm just seeing the remote that is disruptive in that same sense in same spirit we need to have embraced virtual And there are platforms that are free that you can do this.
0: So first of all, yes, virtual reality, right? Yeah. The people that can adopt to maybe say VR and uh, so the ones you saw me with, yeah. I, I happen to do consultation for marketing consultation for a, a real estate company, I've been yeah, elite developers. So one of their <clears throat> their things is again to you can extensively see your house plan through VR, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but also for people who are already grown up it's very hard for them to adopt to this kind of technology. True. And that is like the target market, right? True. So the company is selling houses and the people who can afford to buy houses are people who are actually really grown and lost wealth right now. Their biggest worries are not to learn new technology and mm-hmm. whatnot, mm-hmm. right? So there's that there's that disconnect from who should use. I, and yet kids kids really adopt to these things pretty fast, right? They're like video games to them. It's, it's like a kid. When I went to the man in me, think I, I found kids that know how to fly drones and mm. yet we've suffered flying drones mm. and it's it's just a thing of an age for him it's it's really into like the whole system the whole uh, joystick thing so it's almost the same thing as, as as thing so it's the same thing with the virtual reality as mm. well right the audience uh, most of the people here first of all are youth yeah so they're, they're growing and these are not things they're really really growing into so they are yeah. new things they're a bit scary. Mm. to use the beat also very very hard to trust so there's a disconnect between to trust the technology and the value that technology gives you so uh, have you had of 360 cameras yeah uh yeah yeah
1: have you thought about doing a recording um get time and look at i actually have a partnership with people with those cameras
0: yeah i had max on this podcast just yesterday yes
1: so Think about integrating. So this is how we do it, and and, and it's something the guys at uh, Vicentore. It's uh, it's it's in Dubai. It's Vicentore Reality, Vicentore. They have the Italian names there. But these guys very brilliant, brilliant idea. What they've done is they've addressed all sides of the market, right, and specifically virtual reality in a very nice way. Yeah. So they get the three sixty camera, and someone is taking you through the house and going through recording the scenes, right. After doing that, they get that, package it very well, and put it on a billboard in the city. So you're in your car, you're in traffic, and you're watching. It's like you're putting on the glasses, but you're actually watching. This guy is taking you through. And it got to a point whereby people focused more on watching, and the numbers would come through, and he knows I have to go, I have to watch, what do I do, what do I do? Let me click on the number, and I go back and finish. So you could think about that, that you integrate the 360 camera footage as a video that you can then use to advertise such that I don't need to get a guy who's 60 70 to put on that thing no I get the footage put it on a flat screen and he actually sits and is glued to watch and he says I like this I like um, the structure I know what the kitchen is I know I like the yeah that's how I would do it Mm -hmm. I've seen people just make doing the the 360 thing with animals and what and they forget that these guys sit down most of their time He's on a newspaper. How do you get him to watch? You could put it before the news, or as uh, you know, as 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 uh, as an advert after the news.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you believe there are specific industries where AI personalization is more effective than others? Yes. Like the beauty industry. The beauty industry. Beauty is something mm-hmm. you cannot. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. cannot lie
1: about. You cannot make someone look too.
0: <laughs> but they do, man, with yeah. their foundation and whatnot, with all these fenty skins and
1: yeah. But if you got if you got uh, one of the let's say Miss Uganda, Miss Tourism Girls right now, took her picture, yeah, with makeup done and took the same picture and put it in mid journey, mid is going to get a more beautiful picture than on her makeup. Yeah. So you'd you'd say, you know, let's let's most people most use mid journey because still the platforms and this is to let you, to to show you that these platforms are not refusing. The use of AI because if it looks good and it's getting more engagement, please bring more of it. But if this is getting less.
0: So yeah. away from AI. Now yeah. let's talk about the rise of micro influencers, right? Yeah. Uh do you think there's a big shift in power? Say, for example, Natif, uh, who's that other guy you mentioned? Spire. Look at what they're doing in terms yeah. of activism, right? So Natif is taking on corruption, even though of course there are no results, is really going to like get out there apart from of course, uh, shaming Identities and what do you mean no I, I know
1: people who have lost jobs because of
0: the things they put out. Yeah,
1: I know people who have lost jobs. I know people who 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 uh, whose managers have failed. Okay, yeah, I, I and this is not it's not public knowledge. It's it's from conversations where someone calls you says, "Guy, can you speak to your friend? He's not picking our calls, or can you ask that guy to remove that stuff?" There's this one who Who's, who's I learned today uh, about and I'm like wait what he did what, and I you know there's technology now where you can remotely remove tweets some from someone's account no yes there is there is none go to removeify.com no it is there it, it doesn't it is there
0: it actually even no. removes information from Google <laughs> I, oh I've refused that one I you have you have you, <laughs> no we are going to do this practically yeah, let processed. us do let practically let's make sure you remove my last
1: tweet. <laughs> you have to pay for these things, man. Haven't you seen people whose accounts have been
0: whose accounts have been? Um, oh, this podcast is fact checked. The people sitting in those rooms they yes. are going to fact check. I know. They're going to this is the, the platform. Thing. When your reputation is on the line, you can rely on Removify. Send me a link to this thing. I'm make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but now you said it was Because I need it <laughs> work. Will, uh, people can write that. It's like no, oh, these it things that tweet delete and what no one I, no, 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 tweet delete pay. is easy.
1: Okay. I'm talking about hardcore stuff, you know, hard boy stuff. I, I was talking to Natif today. He was making noise about boats. Yeah. And I'm like, guy, you're just touching on the tip of the iceberg. Let me text you. And he's like, wow. You know, they're, they're Let's 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 put this on the record. Do you know that there are platforms where you can actually get fake names, mm-hmm. fake images, fake profile pictures, fake email addresses? Not fake, but they actually work. Mm-hmm. And phone numbers that actually work with SMSs and all that. I can actually build you. I take your picture. I build you. I build your Facebook, build your Instagram, build and grow it yeah. by just paying $10. Yeah, there. And I'm like, guy, this stuff has been done before. You guys are just touching on the tip of the iceberg.
0: No, I've shown I, you. I need to to, to work around that. Stuff yes,
1: again. I, 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 and these things are used for elections, mostly elections. A guy comes well, at the,
0: elections, also are also around the corner. Yeah,
1: right? I, I need to, I need to bash this guy, this NUP guy. What do I do?
0: Mm. And you're like, boss, you just pay me a million dollars a month, I'll do the work for you. So, it's still on that question of influencers. So, do you believe the micro influencers yeah. now that have gunned some sense of like um, community attachment, right? better than using celebrities with big names so do you feel like right now it's 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 more believable if i talked about ai mm. because again i'm into the video world the content production and whatnot Than say uh then then than guys than you are paying chameleon to talk about their product shopping don't you feel like it would be more better if they used me as a macro influencer for that when i host a podcast do i have an active twitter yeah some some, some sort of thing like that Do you
1: know that there there are people in boardrooms who still believe in
0: followers? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think that those people don't read reports because Instagram released its report for last year, right? Yeah. And it strongly advises of the fact that it doesn't really matter how many followers you have on the platform, right? So that is why uh, there's even less to zero convulsion from followers and how that will go into your posts in terms of engagement and likes and whatnot.
1: That 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 raises a very important, um, very important uh, discussion because if you look at the environment again, the advertising environment, you'll notice that certain brands have not advertised as much as or have totally not advertised at all as was last year. And they're just focusing on influencers now. Billboards, TV, a little bit, but still off radio of yes paper of why they realize that the demographic is changing that if i know i'm going to speak to natif for example natif is a fan of bell lager and everywhere he goes he's holding his bell lager i know now he's trying to 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 be he's trying to to, to move it i don't know why why to him. but. You know that he's, 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 he's a beer lager guy. And everywhere he goes, he's sort of going to be like an ambassador. And people
0: are going to drink Bell. I wouldn't drink beer lager because... Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, just because he's moving around with it. And he, he's a whiskey guy. He's more of a whiskey guy. Yes, but you're
1: going to find that there are people who are going to say... Ah. Just because I've seen that, you know, there's there's a saying that you need about 33 touch points of advertising before someone makes a decision to consume your product. Meaning that every time he comes out to do something... Your mind is going to be at some point touched to say, I need to buy that, I need to buy a beer, because I have at some point been bombarded with images and all that of someone who has it. Yes, it's true that those I would I would take a bet, right, to use micro influencers, but I would also use the case study of companies like Mercedes, companies like Amazon that use micro influencers but get access to their accounts, right?
0: Mm.
1: And run adverts. There's what they call influencer paid advertising, where uh, I would say maybe go to RITA. Go paid to partnership? Not, not paid partnership. Okay. It's, it's more or less like you have, a, you have Studios, you have big conversation, you are running um, a campaign or a video, whatever it is. And either we give you the money to run paid adverts on that platform on top of your authority right? Such that we want more people like the guys who are yeah, selling to that
0: in you. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To push that content out using yeah, paid ads. Yeah. i would do that. That uh, this guy already has an authority, let it now be a campaign. Yeah. That's what I would do. Because there's a risk. Yes, you could be an authority, you could speak about the subject, it could make noise. But again, these guys are smart. The noise is going to die. They'll move on to the next thing. So what you want to do is consistently make the noise trend true
0: yeah so i've also seen a lot of feedback right and i've also had uh non-creators give me some feedback on this podcast, um, on laying things like that, right? Yeah. So I find that cliche. I, sometimes I just blast them off, but I've also seen other creators say, uh, where Linda, where guys, uh, saying, Hey, this influencer is not doing it right. And what not, why are they using this person? So how can brands collaborate with creators while maintaining brand integrity and control? It's, right. it's, it's in the contract. Um, you have to be very, very specific in the contract.
1: They are People Who've lost contracts because of a specific behavior? There's a very famous girl, I, I will not say her name, but you know, she lost a contract with. with no, hmm. no, she's an influencer. Um, Please say her. I think. I, I forget her name. Mithya? Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: with Swans? She's, yes. And and were w-
1: questions. And, the
0: thing is, it, it felt like Swans was eating so much into her money. Exactly. Not just money,
1: time, attention, yeah. freedom. One of the girls, one of the, the, the famous celebrities talked about it, um, who also left, that I, I I didn't want my... Irene. Yeah, I didn't want my... These guys are over, don't do this, don't do this. They're managing everything. There's a reason as to why they do that, uh, and and this is where... Yeah,
0: also Keiko talked about it on the sage podcast with Sony, so
1: yeah. it's just not here. Yeah, that, that they reach a point whereby you feel enslaved, you feel bound by you, you can't make any small you want to go out oh, don't do this you want to go out please put on shades. Mm-hmm. you know you want to post no, no remove they delete it you know that kind of thing that it has to be in the contract you you have to they, they call it signing your life away to the devil that you selling your soul you know, yeah selling your soul that you have to know where you're going and it, it has its advantages I
0: mean it's true you live in comfort everything is sorted for one but right? just comfort these guys are paying you they're and they're paying you the money yeah so it's most times. No, less, yeah, both bring in the money. It's just yeah. that they, yeah, they're like the source of
1: being yeah. in the money. They, they're the guys in the meetings negotiating, you have to have, there should be a balance of both, I think, for both. But you see, when someone hires you to be a brand ambassador, a celebrity, and, and they want to work with you to push something, they've seen something in you. Maybe they want to leverage on your followers. They say, wait, Mithya has about 500,000 people, 150 on, on Facebook, she has X number on, on Instagram. We can leverage off that. But. These are the conditions that if we want to do this, let's do it together. Let's discuss it. How do you feel if we did this? Mm -hmm. There should be that discussion. But most times, it is the name that brand. It's a famous brand. What do they do? They just sign. They see the money and just, they never take time to read.
0: I think. So what are the legal and contrast considerations for, for, for these creators? What can they consider before they sign these things? You should have a lawyer first of all. They should me. I think, even if
1: it's pro bono, you should have a friend who okay. I
0: really, really, contact. really am for the fact that you're yeah. supposed to pay professionals, yeah, yeah, to get out of it. But some of this information is really there's no I have some beef on lawyers,
1: true, right? But you need them when you're buying bars, you're buying but in fact, <laughs> they're your best friend. <laughs> I'd want, want, hey
0: man, those guys. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: So I don't feel like that profession is that relevant today, right? Mm. So knowing my considerations as um as a creator. Yeah. I I feel like these are things I should know without just knowing a lawyer who's just going to help me interpret a document. True. Yeah. So what are some of the things I should know that So so um, do I want to buy into my freedom like this? Yeah there is something in local convenance and restraint of trade that
1: there's there are things that you shouldn't do that will compete with your current clients right so a covenant restraint of trade could be that if we hired you to work with chicken tonight you shouldn't go ahead to work with a certain chicken today which is just 50 meters away because they're doing the same thing you're speaking to the same audience and which is where I've seen influencers trouble that they don't sign contracts that are certain, yeah. They'll sign the small monies because they say, no, no, I need the daily income to move, to buy airtime, data, to feed, to all that. So they'll sign a the minimum contract that will accept them to do certain things. That's why they will move around with any brand that comes like a Malaya. But where you have a big brand like Swang's, right, speak to you and say, look, we are going to pay you two mil a month. We want you to push out any other the artist, whatever it is that they come through, we'll even help you with the copy, we'll give you the images, the videos. Please share this week because we think that is our target audience for this person. And you're like, yes, I two million. You're not seeing that bit. you're like two million. Sign. Then they start now. You know, in every contract, there's and any other business. business. People don't pay attention to that part. They say, no, no, no. But they say you didn't read this part. We said you should push this person out. But did you know that this person is a competitor? Why are you promoting them? That's where issues start. So I think lawyers in every negotiation, have a lawyer present, give them, you guys. Most of the lawyers, we have are litigation lawyers in this country. Tell the guy, say, by the way, I have like 100K on me, $30. Why don't you come and sit down in this meeting and advise me before I make either a wrong decision or I make the very best decision. Please come and advise me. We're sitting. So, because as a lawyer, you know, lawyers a very smart guys. He would negotiate with his fees included inside there. So, instead of giving you two mil, we'll do 3.5 or 2.5. You know, as you're trying to shout, the guy is holding you and say, Goy, this is the deal, right? 2.5, you know, that for every month, you may be going to give him that 500K as protection. In case the the, the, the brand comes and makes noise, you say, No, no, no. in, the, the the new contract my lawyer amended, there is another clause you guys also didn't read. That's how you get
0: protection. Yeah, that, 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 that's fair enough. Yeah. Do you feel like the creator economy is a sustainable model for both the brands and the creators in the long run? Mm, yes and no. I'll say yes. In an economy like ours? Yes and no. Yes,
1: um, 40%. and And I would think... There is there is a popular series I am watching. It's called Sanyu. Oh, on PMM? Yes. Mm. Every day I go home, I will watch, I think it's Prime Magic. Well, there are two two channels, I think. I'll watch this one and I'll go and watch the other one. Also, after this one has gotten done, I'll watch before I watch the news. For a very good reason. I think Nawiso has nailed it. When it comes to that, that's that, that niche. She has nailed it for me. There's another series on Palm Magic. I forget the name. I think it's, a, it's, it's about uh, these guys, you know, invested in the real estate, the furniture, the makeup. They did so well. The acting is pristine. But when you look at series like Sanyo, a uh, lady, she's a friend of mine. She's called, I think, Rachel. A brilliant, brilliant girl. She's doing the guitar. She's, it feels so real, right? I would put in money in that series and push it international. That is a series like uh, Yellow, the girl in the Yellow Jumper. Yeah. It feels so real. It feels so real. And when you look at series like that where you can tell they, they had so many cuts, right? Director cuts, but because they had to nail it, you understand where this guy wanted to take the creative economy in terms the, of yeah, in yeah. terms of in terms of quality. Yeah, because they are there they are, they, are, they, are, they are plays that come out and you're like, man, even me I can do better. Then you look at the, you look at the, obviously, when you look at the the music industry, um, I give much, massive respect to people like Ali Alibahi. Quality in everything he does associates with the best of the best. You look at Swans Avenue, they've taken their time to
0: pick out whether it's a... Yeah, but N- also, CR, yeah,
1: flying, right?
0: Swans Avenue has been here for how long?
1: Yeah, but you see where they've come from. Yeah. Even with the academy. Growth. Yeah. The academy where they're teaching kids and stuff. It's it's you see quality in in then you look at the other brands that are struggling and like, wait, why? Because I know, for example, to do a video with um I forget the name of that creative director, you pay about ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars. TJ No.
0: Clarence? Uh, no. Um, African?
1: He does baby Cause videos a lot. That's <laughs> Clarence Peters. Not the director, Sasha. the producer, Sasha Vibes. Yeah. He's the most expensive guy right now we know on the continent. Yeah. You see Sasha Vibes? Not in that know, continent. No, in Uganda. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Sorry, TJ yeah. Virus yeah. is big. Yeah. But in Uganda, for you to be speak to Sasha... A
0: 10 has to drop. 10 to 15. Yeah. 10, A 10 15. has... His lowest is 10. Yeah, where you to have to 10. Be very close friends. And yes. Music has to be very promising. Yes. And, That's
1: when be. and there, there are times, I'm told, he will just listen to the beat and say, I can't do this.
0: Exactly. He's reached that well, level. Yeah. Where it's not about money. Yeah. It's about... It's about the quality. The Everything quality. getting out has to make Is sense. It, my name on this?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-uh. right. No. So y- you look at that. I think if if we benchmarked on people like Ali, on Sasha, on the Swans Avenue team, um, on the, Naviso on, on the Films, and um, there's there's also Ian Steve. He's doing amazing stuff in the creative uh, film industry. You, you look at how far these guys are willing to go to put in so much in terms of resources talent and production to bring out you know stuff i i i see in in the creative industry we haven't embraced so much when you look at the awards there are few people who come through if we could reach that level of what rwanda is doing where they bring it on international stage and bring in people to look at the films and i know we can we can really turn around the, the creative industry
0: that's what i that's just my opinion yeah okay. yeah so the impact of social media censorship and this was like supposed to be the biggest conversation we have yeah the impact of social media censorship and platform algorithms on marketing reach what's yep. your perspective um I, so I first think, of all yep. on algorithm reach uh so right now there's so much portrait video whatnot and if your video is not portrait uh the, the algorithm will t- Skip it. I told you about uh, that thing of transferring traffic. Mm-hmm. If your posts are redirecting traffic to another platform, the algorithm is most likely going to skip that. Mm. So yeah, all those things. I
1: think the censorship is 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 on the social channels. We haven't explored um, email marketing that much.
0: it's country. bullshit, right? No, like yeah. we don't pay up. Yet, effective. yet it is. I've used massively. In in here's the trick. Here's the trick. Email, email marketing. I already have a problem with reading emails from real actual business guys. So exactly. imagine you
1: sending me your... Exactly. Thumb. Why? Because most of them are long. The subject is boring. It's not clickable. If you nail the headline. Okay. If you nail the headline, right? Um, they are, they are, they are, they are, There is... Let me do this on the podcast. There is a tool called Writer. W-R-I-T-R yeah writer you buy a lifetime license to write it solves all those all those problems you just write i want to write to a ceo cxo um in coca-cola i'd like to get him to read this stuff so it's like an LLM, right it's it no it's an ai it's an ai tool yeah i mean and, really? and, it's and, a tool and, yeah and you say i want him to to and this is how i want to follow up with him after during a period of six weeks it will ask you specific questions. They might be long and boring. How, how would you describe this person? What? It will go Then it will. I mean, this thing has written headlines for me. And I'm like, wrap. Even if you drop me, I would open this thing, right? The headline. Then the, the message is so short. You know, we're just checking up on you. How would you feel about a 10% increase in your sales? Who's not going to open that email, right? But you're writing to a guy saying, we'd like you to sponsor our podcast. Hmm? He's seeing money going out of the door. He's not going to pick up. But he's saying, would like to show you a way in which a podcast can lead to an increase in, if it's a restaurant, uh, walk-ins, if it's it's a business, uh, phone calls, and maybe five to ten extra customers a month, and maybe a 5x increase in your revenue. Are you interested? First of all, you've spoken about all the pains I have in my mind. How do I increase leads (laughs) inquiry? I'm going to give you a call. I'm going to respond. Once you learn the mindset of the people you're speaking to, they're going to respond. Writer is one of them. The other one, it's called email writer. Yeah. The other one of them is called success.ai. It's about $67 lifetime. Yeah. If you went to success.ai and just played around it, it, does a free trial. Just go and play around it for 14 days, upload your custom and it will do the rest. It will write for you the email. It will write for you the headline. It will even tell you this thing is so bad. Let's write it for you again. And you sent it out. You're going to have a 90% success rate. Right now, um, SMS has about 95% success rate. Yeah. Followed by WhatsApp, followed by email, followed by SMS. I mean, followed by WhatsApp and email. I follow those because you talked about censorship. And I noticed if I have 500 people, I'm sending a WhatsApp to right? With a link to my YouTube channel. I don't need to run Google Ads. If I have an AI tool that writes emails, I do not need to run a YouTube, a, a YouTube ad. But God, where you
0: are you going to this. get the, the, the email database that's going to... That's now where the ads come in. Most people
1: are running ads for inquiries, running ads for awareness. Not Most times, most times they run ads for, for lead lead generation to build a form. Like I, I used to run ads for a guy in um, labor export. There was a labor export thingy on Twitter the other day. And when people were talking about it, it's was like, crap, I have been the guy who, has, who got about a thousand guys in the form. And we say, we're not going to run adverts anymore. Let's just use WhatsApp. Send these guys to a phone. For those who are interested in a particular job, it could be plumbing, whatever, send them there. If you're running adverts, let's say for a fintech, you want to run ads for guys who are interested in SMS marketing. Yeah. How has it worked? Ask them a question. How has this thing worked for you? Has it worked for you? Let them fill in the database so that later on, you retarget them either through email, WhatsApp, or SMS. SMS is 50 shillings. Send a guy an SMS or WhatsApp. Like I said, CA and land. You want to attack like a Navy SEAL from all angles and get this guy. But the most important thing is following up. I haven't seen people run ads and stop. Yeah. You have a database. Follow up with these guys. Hey, by the way, the other day I sent about 500 people a message. Hey, by the way, I was just checking up on you. How are you doing? Says, I've lost someone. I'm sick. I'm what? And you respond later on you're warming them up for a campaign if a campaign is, is coming through say hey by the way oh, it's valentine's day can you say something nice to your husband you know we're just wishing you the best people will respond oh this person has lost someone can you contribute at least five or ten thousand shillings So, where of people contribute so the follow-up is the most 90 imp- percent should be on follow-up 10 percent should be on the campaign so the censorship is there yes they know these guys have apis have algorithms that know that this one has come from facebook to twitter or twitter to, to youtube they know so what do you do leave them to fight Use SMS, use email, use WhatsApp.
0: I agree. Yeah. So have you used voice search? Yes. What do you think is its implication on for search engine optimization and content marketing? That is the next stage
1: at which we are moving. If you look at uh, companies that are doing search engine optimization, they're moving away from typing to talking. You've seen Alexa. Uh, yeah. You just say, hey, can you find for me this? That's going to be the next stage. It, people people underestimate Google's steps of cutting a contract with the guys who are verifying if your content should be readable or rankable. Mm. They are moving to voice. They are moving to video. If you searched big convos on Google, guess yeah. what appears? The first two things that appear, Twitter and YouTube. That tells you something. People are listening as they are watching. As they're watching, so That's video actually. and audio is going to be the next thing. That's why it's it's very important for people
0: to actually even yeah. for music. Uh, yeah, you do realize that people watch music than they listen to that music more. Yes. now, right? It's assume- Your song will do better if it has a video, it has visuals on it than just a bigger, banger audio now. Yeah, yeah,
1: and, and it's 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 why you remember the conversation I had with you about subtitles. Yeah, that. When I added subtitles to the content that you produced, I go, the inquiries increased because someone is busy. Maybe they're on a, a, a Zoom call, but they're watching. Okay, what have you said? I'll pause. right this. You need to contact this guy. Or someone can't listen, but they can watch, read, and read. So the question was, how do I
0: address that everyone?
1: Yeah, without leaving them out. Because there's a lady friend of mine called Kelili. She's 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 both Kenyan and Tanzanian, she does she, she's hard of hearing. But she says, I read your videos every day. I said, "What? No, it didn't make sense. I read your videos. Then I said, what did she mean by she reads? She said, I, I look at the subtitles and, and she says, don't call me. I can't hear. Text. Mm-hmm. or And it, she introduced me to a couple of people who wanted to do some business. And I said, okay, I need to get time. Go and sit on CapCut and just spend time cutting video. Edit, subtitle. I said, just spend time. But we are so impatient. We want to... It's done. Produce, 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 produce. We're not addressing. You remember total addressable market? You find a way of fitting in
0: everyone everyone. Yeah, yeah we uh transition into that really extensively now with yeah. the short clips. We are doing them also factoring in the fact that the portrait content is very, very consumable than the landscape. So also the convergence of online and offline marketing experiences. Mm. What's your perspective?
1: We are slowly, we are slowly transitioning to online um, for a very, very good reason—measurement.
0: But in a country like ours, yeah, where also internet penetration is still a challenge, yeah, is it ideal to completely wash, do with offline? No, it's not.
1: No, it's not. Strategies. You, you have to look at, like you like you said, look at the internet penetration mm-hmm. numbers, right? I know from from a discussion one. I think the. The head of finance mtn was at a was at a Rotary club i think I he was talking about numbers right and how they are trying to beat they have a deadline by producing more future-centric phones right yeah. future-centric meaning that it's, it's a future phone but it can at least go to facebook it it can you know send a message it's not so, the, the interface is not so clear but it can they're trying to do that by Promoting Momo and the phones and all that, winning a phone, all that, uh, working with, I think, a solar company to win phones and something like that. So the idea is people holding more phones, right? Now, when it comes to things like SMS, I receive an SMS, I read it. That is because that is my target audience. However, with acquisition of smartphones, the the more people acquire smartphones, it would make no sense i would be bleeding cash if I am sending people to a billboard, I'm sending people to to a flyer when I can actually just see the thing on my phone. Mm. You talked about weddings. Haven't you seen the shift of printable cards to digital cards? Digital wedding cards, invitation cards. That people are no longer printing flyers in town. We invite you. No, no, no. They're selling these things as... Beautiful designed PDFs on people's WhatsApp in, in a group or sending them to you personally and saying with your name, ah, that's it. People are moving to that. Or scannable, you, you've seen uh, Q, QR code stuff and someone scans and you're in. People are doing that. So, yes, um, it still works. Offline still works, but it's more expensive. Measurement, you can't measure. Billboard, how are you going to measure billboard? These, these paper billboards here. People are talking about digital billboards. We haven't yet reached there. We have the ones that dance and all that. But in countries like New York, in, in, I think it's, it's Madison Square Garden or something, they have billboards that can tell you how many people have seen. I don't know what they put up there, but they can tell you how many people have seen. And they give that data, which means that companies are trusting those billboards more because they said, okay, in the day, you had more people viewing this billboard during traffic, meaning we should position our ad Yes. Zero traffic. So what they see more of, of our stuff. And it should be in a span whereby they are seated. So that when they release them, they go. That's where they're going to make the money. But tell me, you have seen a certain billboard on Shira Road or where and people have seen it and gone, How of, how how <laughs> sure are you that remember your billboard in the rich home? And they are watching Sanju? <laughs> no, how sure are you? You get so there is that shift that we need to be cognizant of the fact that data informs decisions. Not feelings, not emotions, data. Someone say, but it works. No. How many people saw it? So that we can know if 10 people saw it at midday, how can we transition 100 people to see it? Meaning that we need to do something to entice them to view more, such that out of the 100, I know I'm going to get 30 people who are going to buy. To buy, convert.
0: Yeah. You have to do the math. All right. Yep. I or oh, unless you have questions. that That's basically it from me from this conversation on marketing and ads. Uh yeah. <laughs> right. Thank My you question really come. Thank you so much for having me again and uh, it's, it's always been a pleasure. Yeah, definitely we'll have you again sometime. I'll yes. hit you up again. Sure. Uh Chodri said you'll be on the podcast tomorrow, so hopefully. I will harass him to come. Yeah, please harass him. I am, I am going to remind him again after <laughs> this and see. Yeah, harass him and his PA to come. <laughs> all right. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you.